0: I love that Buck Swope. Buck Swope's an interesting cat. This is as creepy a guy as you'll ever encounter.
1: That's right, Buck Swope. Buck Swope, who Doug really is not comfortable with Buck Swope. Kind of a shutter spook. Swope's one of the best in the business for my money. Buck Swope. Buck Swope asked Doug his preference on shrubs. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I may sue Buck Swope. Buck Swope is truck. I'm pretty high on Swope. If we need an old audio clip, Swope's gonna have it. Why? Oh no, I just know he does. The wonderful Buck Swope. You know Buck Swope? Well, yeah.
2: Seem to have kind of an issue with Buck Swope. Right, it always goes back to Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck
3: Swope. Mr. Buck T. Swope. What's up, kids? Listening to Swope's Picks, episode eleven: Doug Vaughn's greatest rants. A little later, we'll be joined by Doug himself to talk it over. But right now, let's flash back to December 2010. Oh, well, get on with it, motherfucker!
4: Get on with it, motherfucker! Well, oh, get on with it, motherfucker! Anyway,
1: those Forty ers lost. Yeah.
4: Segway. I'm in the I'm in the
0: fantasy league playoffs, and my opponent has Vincent Jackson as wide receiver. Him? And he started him. He absolutely started oh, him. Ah, you got pawned. He hadn't caught a touchdown pass all year.
1: And you know what the Southside Seaman, who should be in the playoffs, did? Little Fields of Fantasy, Mister Vincent Jackson, last night. Really? Whoa, whoa. That's why I'm winning 750 last week, hoes, and that's why I'll be 2500 this week. What? Whoa,
0: whoa. Is there anyone on the 49ers who can get a body on Vincent Jackson? Anyone at all? Where's char- that Merton Hanks when you need How about, him? Yeah, where's the, that the Chargers had that one
4: little hiccup, but it seems like they're becoming the Chargers everyone uh, expected them to be. And, Tim, you're preparing for the postseason in your fantasy football league, right? I am not. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Well, I won't be in the postseason long
0: because they don't want to cover Vincent Jackson. He had not caught a touchdown pass all year. He got three last night. He got 34 flipping points. Anyone cover him? I guarantee I'll cut every one of you if you don't cover Vincent Jackson!
4: What was the problem with the coverage? They didn't see him, apparently.
0: He's a big guy. He's number 83. Now get a body on him, Nate Clements. Would you cover him, please?
1: That cost you
4: $1,000, I know
0: it did. I know it did. It's going to cost somebody else's damn job.
4: So he was invisible last night. They
0: didn't see him.
1: You would think maybe after the first touchdown, they would have been hip to it. They didn't. And after ah, the second? that's
0: enough. He'll never get another one. They'll never throw it to him again!
4: Don't cover that guy.
0: Just leave him be!
4: Who's there to cover on the Chargers <sighs> if Gates is in play? Call
0: Vincent Jackson!
4: Nope, not covering him. What, did he get one touchdown, Doug? He's
0: got three, three. He had not caught one all year! Cover him! Usually I, I, I confine my criticism to offensive line play, but is there anybody in the secondary at all... Who sees number 83? Get a body on him! Might cost me $1,000. I think it
4: probably did.
0: Covered Jackson! You could have had all
4: your windows covered with that. You could
0: have. Uh, one of them, he barely got the ball in. They had to review it. Of course it's a touchdown. Go ahead and give it to Jackson!
1: I gotta go to the CBS Sports line page and see what the hell happened. Who are you playing?
4: Uh, double Dwayne, double ended, or dub, something double I don't know. Dwayne butt ass. Uncle Carl's double ended. <laughs> Dwayne Bo <laughs> I, I was telling people last
1: night, is it Doug, Doug or the Dugger Jay Boyd's team will win? They got the best team. I no, didn't realize no. you're up against. You're down thirty four to nothing, Tell sir. Tell me
0: about it. That's why I missed the Blues game. I'm, I'm rooting against Vincent Jackson. Cover Benny.
1: God, he had thirty four points.
0: Tell me about it. He's the big guy. He'd be the one catching all the passes.
1: Uh, uh.
0: I went through absolute hell with my 16-year-old, just turned 16-year-old son, trying to get his driver's license at this Deer Creek uh, driver's place the other day. It was like a scene from Saturday Night Live. Fifty people in there trying to test for driver's license. Three women working there, most of them eating. (laughs) <laughs> All of them, at least so two of the three, were eating. Yeah, most of them. Yeah, Pe- ma- Mathematically, math, it math, 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 has to be it. All of them, three bills at least, mm. moving in yeah. slow. I heard. I motion. know one of them, Doug, Slow-mo. and I heard about
4: your behavior. You walked in there and you said, "Where's the line for sons of Emmy winners?" No.
0: Two hours we were there. Two hours. After about an hour, my son is finally up, and and. The lady takes him out there, <coughs> walking almost backwards. She is walking so slow. He gets in the car for the test, and she looks at the car and says, uh-uh. That's uh. So what she said. Uh-uh. And with that, she turned and walked back into the building in slow motion. And that's all she said. And then went back and took the next took the next person. Why? I understand. That, that, that was our question, too. We thought maybe she would at least tell us. And my son's coming out with his hands. Of, what? What did I do? I didn't even drive yet. And so I went back into I said, what happened? She goes, tags. I said, what? Tags. And then she took another bite of pizza. I said, what do you mean? What kind of of pizza? It looked like a sausage. Mm. From where? I I don't know. Like racinelli's. Not really the point. Uh, Biggies. Then she says, you ain't got tags. I said, I ain't got Tags. Yeah, you can't take the test without tags. Well, you're driving around with expired tags. Yeah, what's no, your problem? No, it wasn't. Someone had peeled off the tags, both front and rear license plate. Parking in the city, of course, someone has stolen both of my my inspection tags. And she didn't do it.
1: You don't know that. No,
0: but that's why he couldn't take the test. She said, you got to have one tag at least. Ah! So I went to the next building down oh. and and paid for tags again. That I had just bought a month ago, had to buy them again, 12 bucks. So then I came pay cash? Did you pay? Yeah, I paid cash. I had it with me. So then I put the stickers back on both license plates and then back inside the testing bureau. And you go, all right, you have to go to the end of the line (laughs) now. Back we went to the end of the line. Behind another thirty people. Two hours we waited. Two hours. While these women walked around in super (laughs) slow motion. People are laughing. People have got more time than I do. Just thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Ah! He finally gets up two hours later, and by now it's 3 o'clock, and I'm supposed to be at Busch Stadium about an hour ago. He gets up again and flunks the test.
4: Failed the driver's test. K-turn?
0: K- well, K-turn? He said after he came out of the parallel parking, he didn't turn on his blinker. The first thing he did was test for parallel parking. When he got out of the spot, he didn't turn on his blinker. And then Are we, you supposed to? I do you do that every time you leave a parking spot? You turn on your blinker. I don't think I do. No. And then they said. Then he came to a stop in the middle of an intersection. I said, Baloney.
1: They just wanted to fail him. Jim Edmonds a fan of your story. Mm-hmm. Told you right and around eight probably, o'clock. I probably been time. there and done that. Doug kills me. He says. Two hours.
0: Two hours. Move a little faster. Put down the pizza. There's thirty people here waiting. At one point someone called, 30 people, at this time there was just one lady and there's just one waiting on 30 people, and someone called and wanted directions to the place, and it took her five minutes to tell this guy how to get there. Look it up on the internet. There's 30 people waiting. Put down the pizza and test the drivers. Ah! My son's riding a bike. He ain't driving. He should
4: have had the tags. Though.
0: They stole the stickers. They stole them from me. Both, front and rear.
4: She has rules. <sighs> Although, I do think she should have just told you right there what it was instead of just saying... Uh-huh. Tags. Uh-huh. That's what she said. That
0: was her explain. Tags. <laughs> what do you mean tags? I got to be somewhere. Ah. <sighs>
5: ah. <sighs>
0: It was just like a skit from Saturday Night Live. Did they
4: have a box of pizza and they were all like just grabbing a slice? No.
0: They, they, every now and then I just looked there and one of them would be eating it. I don't know where it came from. Maybe they keep pizza there all the They
4: don't time. get a lunch break.
0: Oh, they were taking plenty of break. Every now and then one of them would just walk away. Just get, get up and go. We don't know where she went. How long was I there? I was there two hours. And we still didn't get the darn lunch. I got to go back. Have to go back. They stole my tags.
1: <laughs> when you say tags, you sound like Martz and Trent. I like, I like tags. <laughs> you got to have them. You can't take your test without tags. And they stole them from me. San Diego Chargers out. are uh, off this week, but next week Vincent Jackson. Uh,
4: I uh, hate Vincent Jackson. <laughs> he stole your tags. <laughs> he cost me a
1: thousand
0: dollars. That's what he did.
1: Who do you dislike more, Vincent Jackson or the uh, DMV folk?
0: I don't like the DMV folk. Two hours. Two hours. I was there. They stole my tags. They ate pizza, and we still flunked the test.
4: Were I you, gotta go back. Were you mad at your son?
5: I have to go back. I gotta go back. <clears throat> oh, oh,
0: I'm getting worked up again. I've got to get over it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh. It's time to get that window air conditioner out of that window here for the winter. So mm-hmm. I, I decided, you know, I can do this myself. It's a pretty big air conditioner, pretty heavy. I've done it before by myself. I do it every year about this time. Only this particular time, that window didn't come right up. Mm-mm. Usually I just slide. I have my left hand on the air conditioner. I slide the window up with the right hand. So you're
4: securing the air yep. conditioner with the left hand. Uh-huh.
0: And I remove a pretty heavy air conditioner. It's probably 50 pounds, 60 pounds out of there and take it downstairs and store it for the winter only this time that window didn't really come up i pushed and pushed and that window wouldn't come up to release that air conditioner so what do i do i take my left hand off the air conditioner and with oh, two hands boy. push the window up and i'll be darned if that air conditioner didn't fly right out the window it flew straight down i hadn't even unplugged it yet it pulled part of the electrical out socket with it but i mean it just flew right out the window and flew about, oh, you know, thirty feet to the ground below, smashed into about fifty pieces.
4: And I'm sure once your wife found out about this, she was very supportive. She was thrilled yeah. and very supportive. Why didn't you
0: wait? Why didn't you
4: wait for us? We have helped you? I didn't want to wait. I just wanted to do it myself.
0: Yes. Why didn't you hold?
4: Stupid! The, why didn't you hold down the air conditioner?
0: Ah! What I found fascinating was that the plug didn't come right out of the socket; it just ripped the whole socket with it. The whole outlet went out the window. Did you not think about unplugging it before doing
4: any of the work? I didn't. I'm not. I thought, I'm not judging, but you maybe should. I
0: was thinking maybe that plug might just hold the whole air conditioner in and keep it from falling. I wasn't thinking that, but that's what I'm going to go with now. About fifteen pieces it was
1: in
4: down below. Do you feel like Boy, you're getting it sounded like a bomb going off down there too? I can Imagine. Do you feel like you're getting dumber by the year? Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. Doug, there it is. Are you worried that the Blues are down number three in the power I'm not
0: the least bit concerned. We don't do power rankings in pucks. We have standings, and that's all that we need.
1: What if there's a tiebreaker?
4: So that, that doesn't matter. These standings you speak of, it's kind of an ambiguous term. It isn't. So who ranks them for the standings? Is that Jerry yeah. Palm?
0: It's done mathematically. Wins, losses, overtime ties. Points, total points, games played. And who does? We don't need some committee (laughs) to decide who's who. It's written right down there. Why am I the only one who sees this? Ah, this show drives me nuts. We have standings. We don't need a committee to determine who's on top. We can see it. Ah.
4: I agree with you wholeheartedly. I see it now. But I'm always concerned at this time of year that the NHL selection committee is going to get it wrong.
0: There is no such thing. Nobody selects. What team goes to the playoffs? It's done over the course of a season. You don't get this yet. Good Lord, they've been playing hockey for 100 years. Wins, losses, ties, that determines it.
4: And who determines who wins a game? The players on the ice.
5: This is a matter uh, to be considered by the committee.
4: There is no committee!
0: <laughs> how, how upset would you be if your team had a good regular season and then at the end of the year a committee said, no, we're not going to let you in the well, playoffs. If, we don't if, think you're worthy. If
4: Jerry Palm had rated them low, I'd understand. Sure, I'd raise an eyebrow, but if Palm said it.
1: Right, no, I respect that.
4: Palm knows nothing.
1: Um, boy, we still, boy, it's amazing. We've it covered amazing. a lot, but we we still have so much to get to. That's exciting, though. That's exciting.
0: What do we have to get <laughs> we to? We
1: still have a lot of tournament talk as you're talking about the tournament. But um, we have next year's NCAA basketball rankings.
0: Oh, for crying out loud.
1: Oh, that's important to get to this morning.
0: Why? How do we know who's going to be good next year? Some of the best players are the freshmen. We haven't even seen them take the court. You're gonna tell me you're gonna give me a bracket now
4: for next year's tour to be. Today could be the most telling day in all of college basketball for next season. Today means
0: nothing. You guys just don't understand sports.
1: Andy Katz has uh, Indiana number one.
0: How they haven't played a game yet?
1: Louisville two. I gotta calm down. That was. Kansas three kentucky for it's oh. a shame because they just won the national championship and they got to wake up tomorrow morning
4: this morning and feel awful oh they might lose some guys i heard
0: who ranks the teams before this school year has even been completed i
4: think the uh, nhl selection committee focuses on the college basketball ohio state five missouri's in at 25 that's exciting missouri's
0: ranked 25 for next year you're telling me yep. next year's team <laughs> is ranked 25th and
4: you find that exciting tim
0: we don't even have the team they haven't even had final cuts yet there could be a walk-on that could change the whole scenario.
4: Chip Walter? Someone like
1: that. Kiernan? Yeah. On the cusp of St. Louis U. So they almost made it. And you have to think Rick Majeris feels good about that.
0: He doesn't give a rip. <laughs> doesn't mean anything. You guys don't understand how this works. Pretty much.
4: The top twenty five college basketball teams, their their destiny has already been determined. <laughs> it hasn't.
0: They haven't even thrown the ball out on the court for the first practice.
4: You don't know that. Ah. I gotta take some deep breaths to try to calm down. Well you did school us, we understand uh-huh. it, huh? Sort of.
1: Timberfake is going to call in at 9 o'clock uh, to begin uh, his verbal assault of producer Joe in preparation for the, uh, the bout at P.T.'s on April 27th. Um, I don't know if he's going to be sober, if he's going to be in his, one of his moods, what he's going to say to producer Joe. We haven't talked in a while yeah. here on this program, but he is stepping into the squared circles. Two stormy combatants. And uh, in uh, Jerry Palm's rankings on the uh, local boxing scene, Joe is actually ranked number one. He has- <laughs> oh, God. America. Who else
0: has rankings of
4: local sleppers <laughs> who are boxers? Toy. At M. Phoenix.
5: The slepper rank. At the rankings. end of season at
4: Dallas. You know what I'd like to see is Palm's ranking of places to get french fries in St. I Louis. That it. would be a help. That would be a help. <laughs>
1: yeah, if he had like a tournament of
0: french fries. Why does Palm get the last say in everything? Who is he to rank everything? Who are you who to Who is question this guy? Him? Who are you?
1: He had Missouri number two in the West.
0: So what? Clearly that was wrong. That's what they were. They should have been 16. They should have been a 16
4: season. And they yes. dispatched Montana just like he predicted. They didn't play Montana.
0: How many shows did we spend talking about who has this team going where, in what region, <laughs> in what bracket? That's nonsense.
4: It all panned out it exactly according to Jerry Collins' It didn't work Collins like plan. any of
0: them said. It was determined by a select group of men. Who make up the NC2A Selection Committee. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah but here baby. you are now, though. We're talking a little bit about the 2013 rankings. Here I am now, getting up at
0: 3.30 in the morning to come in and talk about somebody's bracket three weeks before the NCAA tournament. That's how my life has fallen apart. How are you
4: doing? And you did call it tournament. Mm-hmm. Bad tournament. It's not a tournament. Tw- what is it? It's a turn of beef? I just need some time away.
1: uh ah. Uh. Uh, boy, what, what, a, what a treat this is. Uh, a little audio that we ripped off from Deadspin, and we have to act like we found it on our own.
5: Horrendous that nobody can shoot a car on that golf course. That is the most fast I've ever been in my life, having to walk around that scoreboard and look at those other coaches. 11 teams beat us this week. Eleven f***ing teams.
4: No, you finished in eleven. Damn
5: it! Three years ago we won that f***ing tournament! F-ing. Every f-ing one of you was recruited here to do a job and to perform! And you f-ing put the time in and you can't perform! We f***ing work double what any f***ing other team out there works. Double! And we don't get f***ing out of it! Waste my f***ing time! The damn state midams this weekend. I could have f- played golf all week and played in that. But no.
4: I don't go oh, f- up
5: there and watch that both bullsh- you four call golf. Like watching paid f- paint drive. My dad looked at me and said, Why the f are you recruiting these kids? What the f is that? <laughs> damn it! 12 fing place! In a twelve-person, twelve, person, 12 <laughs> team field. There's eleven. I'm ready to lose my f***ing <laughs> mind. There is no <laughs> helping you. <laughs> not a big deal, though. It's not a big deal. This is good. Hunky dory. You will not have a day off between now and we when we leave for Destiny. Mm. <laughs> what the hell that? I don't want to hear. A word on anybody until we get back to Kentucky. Put your headphones on, go to sleep. I don't give a I don't. I had to watch you play golf for the last 54 goals. At least not let me hear your voice right
1: now. That's the coach. The golf coach.
0: Well, it wasn't real constructive criticism. I mean, doesn't a golf coach supposed to say things like drive for show, putt for dough? Stay out of the tall grass. Follow Watch through. out for the beach. Follow through. Follow through on your Weight shift, gentlemen. Weight shift. Stay out of the beach. Go ahead and putt from the frog's hair. Line up the putt. That's what a golf coach says. You think he should
4: yell, "Line up yeah, the putt." Yeah, line it up. You don't think they were lining it up? No, they were just running just out there. Just walk and up and hit taking it. Taking a whack.
3: That's a that's a poorly <laughs> Check coached the club. the
0: curvature of the dance floor, gentlemen.
3: He actually does give them tips. He, at the beginning of the clip, he asks them, what are some ways we can eliminate some of the shots that we take? Hmm. And they're like, chip better? Good answer. That's correct. Just stupid answers like that. It's hilarious.
1: you got to line up the
4: putts. So I'm with Doug on this one.
1: So there are a lot of clubs out there right now not lining up putts? Absolutely. Well, this team,
0: they're just hustling on and off. There's my ball. Where's the hole? I don't care. Just putt. No. <laughs> take a second. Line it up, you schleppers. Twelfth in a twelfth team tournament. That won't cut. Drive Coach. for show, putt
4: for dough. Coach, can I ask a question? Yeah, w- real quick. Okay. Do I keep my head down and watch? Keep the your head
0: down. Don't move your head. Watch your weight shift. Don't forget your golf shoes. Now there are people going out there without their shoes. tennis shoes. Some of these guys are playing in tennis shoes. Coach, it's I just, seem to be a...
4: hooking a little bit, and
0: I'm not. Should I Watch follow? the duck hook. Hit it straight. Keep it out of the tall grass. Keep your eye on the ball. I'm tired of you guys losing balls.
4: Now, if I'm the athletic director at the Huffington Post right Right. now, and I hear this, Doug, you are hired sight unseen, and you are out of the business. Yeah,
1: You're a golf coach now.
0: I'm just a coach is what I am. It doesn't really matter the sport. I'm just a leader of men.
1: From the 618,
0: they need a wider base. Is that true? You need a wide base when you tee off? Absolutely. But I don't think, coach, it's important to shift your weight. Watch your weight shift. Get that club back. Follow through. Hit him straight. Drive for show, putt for dough. No. These kids just haven't been instructed.
4: So the coach was wrong to yell because he wasn't stressing fundamentals. It didn't help him.
0: It didn't have the kids sitting there, what do I do in the frogs here? Go ahead and use your putter. You don't have to chip. Use your putter. Your worst putt will be better than your best chip. Like and then line up the putt.
4: You see, here's where I disagree. I think sometimes it's better just to rush onto the green and not think about it so much. It's almost like icing the kicker. If you're lining that's... up the putt, you're, li- you're icing yourself. No, that's the thinking that got us 12th place
0: in a 12 team tournament.
4: Give Doug a raise.
2: I'm sure that uh, that gateway course is uh, really happy that uh, you guys suck, so you're playing that gateway course. From the red tees. Bro. From the red trees.
1: Do <laughs> <laughs> we break par? What kind of club is this that can't break par? How do, how
4: do golf coaches, like at school programs, actually coach? They go out to a course, and they just play, and then just follow along and yell tips, or do they hold up on they one? They should be yelling tips.
0: They're like just what watching. Kind, like what
4: kind of tips?
0: <laughs> I just told you. Watch the weight shift. If you had the low score on the previous hole, you go ahead and hit first.
4: But those are just rules of the game. Yes, though.
0: you gotta remind them. These are kids.
4: And when I'm driving, I like to I like to keep my eye on the hole so I know where it's going. Is that right?
0: Eye on the ball. Don't drive the cart onto the green. <laughs> these are rules. This isn't, this isn't coaching.
5: He's Get the things.
0: cart off of the green. <laughs> Why are you using a cart? This is a tournament. You're supposed to walk. These kids don't know
4: nothing! What about the equipment? What kind of bag should you use?
0: <laughs> get a bag? Get, get, I don't need a no bag. You you know, just what carry these kids your carrying... sticks. Bags are for losers. Carry all 14 clubs in a bundle. In a bundle of sticks so you're ready to change if you need to. we need no bag and get rid of the cart.
5: And the Prepare cart's on your ball
0: mark. <laughs>
1: What was that last one? Repair (laughs)
0: your ball, Mark. mark. (laughs) This guy doesn't know how to coach. Uh, uh. I saw something the other day, an article that said the average kid is permanently out of his parents' house now at the age of 27. 27. Can that be right? Done and never comes back again at 27? Oh, my Lord. How will I keep them fed?
2: That's another, what, 11 years were you in? Oh, God, yeah.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: Oh, my word. Did you
2: charge them rent? I don't know. Past, like, 22?
0: If they just cut the grass every now and then, empty a trash can, do something. Jason do
1: Seaver on uh, Growing Pains, Charlie, you, you know this, yeah. uh, he built uh, Mike Siever, the wonderful Kirk Cameron, uh, a, a little apartment above the garage. Is that something that you maybe would <laughs> <even>
0: do? <laughs> I don't think I'm quite handy enough. Or have the proper permits to construct
1: an apartment above the garage. Him and Boner would always hang out in there.
2: Boner's to bone, right? That's right, Richie's to bone. And then, uh, but then they even, they adopted Leo. So they, they missed children. Right,
1: Leonardo DiCaprio. They
2: brought in Leonardo DiCaprio, Doug. That's
1: would cool. you want to live in an apartment above somebody's garage? With Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, as a kid, though, as a young adult, if I was able to not live with my parents, but still kind of be on their payroll and live above the garage, I would prefer that, yes. <sighs> When I was that age, I
0: wanted out just as soon as I could get out. I mean, the day I graduated from college, I moved into an apartment. I think, or soon after. In St. Louis? The generations are getting softer and softer. I told you I have that picture of my grandfather in a covered wagon. When my father was 22, he was dropping bombs on Germans and getting shot at in World War II. When I was 22... I was living fat, dumb, and happy, drinking, partying all the time. When my last son is 22, this last Easter, he was part of an Easter egg hunt in the house. (laughs) That's how it's fallen. Where's my Easter eggs? You're 22 years old.
2: Ah! Did you hide them though?
0: Yes, I hid them and he couldn't find them. You're, you're,
2: you're an enabler. An enabler.
3: Yes, you're I, I hit
0: him, him up in the drapes and he couldn't find him. Where's my Easter egg? You're 22 years old. Uh. Ah. How much softer can we get? Sounds like it's you're the problem. I guess.
1: Uh, uh. From the 314, how did the Vaughn family Easter egg hunt go? It's a good question. Oh, it,
0: it went okay.
1: Did John Vaughn t- go on an Easter egg? Oh hunt? yeah,
0: yeah. And how yeah. old is he? I t- he's twenty four years old. <laughs> His brothers are twenty one and eighteen. They all enjoy the Easter egg hunt. So I said this year, you know what? I don't have a lot of time. I don't have an hour and a half for the Easter egg hunt.
1: These are long I, hunts. Where do you guys go? It's
0: just a few minutes. I said I'm going to hide. This time it was in a bag. I didn't. Even, we didn't even have the basket. I said I'm, it's either going to be in the family room or the kitchen. One of those two rooms. You know, not a huge area. That's where the. That's where
4: your bags are hidden. Wait, bags, but they are eggs, right?
0: There's no, well, it's a couple of chocolate
4: rabbits and some gift certificates. So it's not even an Easter tickets. egg hunt. It's like little gifts and but treats for the boys.
0: Right, little treats. Yeah, that's not really eggs. For a long time it was little plastic eggs with coins and things, and now we've kind of passed that and. Now it's gift certificates, but they like to have a little bag, a little basket. So I said, "It's either in the family room or the kitchen." This should take about five minutes. None of them could find their basket.
4: Not one of them. Well, it was a bag. It wasn't a basket.
0: Why are you yelling? Because <laughs> I. <laughs> it's a great they, job. They, they can't.
1: Hold <laughs> well on, Darren's having a huge week.
0: I said, "Where are they? We can't find them." Well, I, you know, they're not right on the couch. I didn't hide it on the kitchen table.
4: You're a good father. You're a really good father. And
0: one of them was in the closet, you know, on a hanger with a coat over it. Couldn't find it. I couldn't begin to find it.
4: How did you get that huge blister on your right hand?
0: That was from uh, redoing the the master bathroom. Now I had to dig up the subflooring and take off the baseboards with a pry bar. Dude, and everything. we get
2: it. You work out, guy. <laughs> right.
0: You asked me. that's So, where wait, came you're going to put the new tile in there? Uh, I'm not putting it in, but I did the demo work of ripping out the old carpet and taking up the tack strips. And you got carpet in your bathroom? To... Well, part of it was carpeted, part of it was linoleum, and we're yanking it out like and putting the tile. Ooh, love my life. I'm off to the gym now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he never pulled the ball foul. I wanted him to pull the ball foul. Why would you want to foul the ball? I wanted to see him so overpower stupid. pitch. Just one. What Just about- one time get out in front. One t- I know with every hit he had was to the opposite, okay. field. Can we one time get ahead of the pitcher, look for the fastball, Think that maybe the fastball is coming. Ninety-nine percent of the pitches are fastballed. How about just once, maybe with a couple of men on base? You guess fastball and you get out in front and you rip it. Just
2: here's your reward. <laughs> Didn't work. Yeah, it did not work. You're telling him you want him to hit a foul ball. Wouldn't you want like a double in the left center gap? That after the foul ball, I want him to be
0: so. I want him to be so quick with the bat that just once he'd get oh well, that might get out of here. No, just foul. That'd be fine. Here's your reward. Lord, I'd wave the dollar bill, no wonder, praying that just once he would no get out in front of a
4: ball. And said, I wish you weren't my father because, hey, who had a good game today? Who was big for us? So John Vaughn went three for four. First thing out of his dad's mouth is, could you pull the ball? Just once.
2: Just once. I hit a bomb to dead center, Dad. Uh, no. It only counts if it's to left or, uh, as or you get foul older. ball.
0: As you get older, yeah, you need to spray it no, around. I appreciate but it, but hard at some point, foul ball. I just want him to be aggressive. I just want him to go up there, get your hacks. Swing, Sometimes you only swing like one, you one mean it. Hit. Your, kid right
2: your kid gets one meatball right down the middle. You want him to pull it 75 feet into the parking lot foul. You know what he do instead. Instead, he gets get nasty Uncle Charlie, and he sits down because he's looking fastball, and he strikes out. There were no
0: nasty Uncle Charlies when they were six and seven years old. There was none of it. You know what else? And I'm- instead of fouling the ball, he hit a little meek little foul ball over his left handed meek little foul ball over the third. Can we get out in front of it once? I didn't say every time. Every Just one time. Can we get out in front? Here's your reward. It didn't help. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be much good to you when talking about that. I missed most of the game last night, Tim.
4: Why? Yeah, what happened?
0: I spent five hours, count them, a little more than five, on the phone with my cell phone issues, trying to go from one company to the next. Wound up in Mexico speaking to several people. You, uh, you an excuse to Mex-
1: get back on the phone with Victor. No,
0: it wasn't Victor. Wasn't you flew Victor. to Mexico. No, but I got transferred to Mexico to speak with several different people. And I'd go through this long spiel of what, I need to, what happened to me, what I need to be doing, and they'd get, oh, we'll help you with that. And they would get 30 minutes into the helping process, and then the phone would cut out. And then I'd have to start all over. Over again, I was looking around like I was being punked or something like this. This must be, you know, a gag. That's Somebody the worst.
1: Said, I actually feel badly for you. I yeah. really do. Five, Ferdinand. five hours. I started. Fernando on the phone was not Fernando.
0: I started at four thirty and I was done at close to ten o'clock. Oh
1: my time. god!
4: Yep. You had the nerve to want to switch cell phone companies.
0: It, it's such a long story that I I don't know that the three hour program we have here would be enough. I started with Sprint. T Mobile says we'll buy out your Sprint account. Come to us, we'll buy it out and uh, get you going. And because I have difficulty with my Sprint signal at Bush Stadium in the Dome and Scott Trade, I thought, well, maybe I ought to try T-Mobile, maybe my phone will work better when I'm I'm at work. So we did that, got four new iPhone 6s for everybody. Ooh, bragging. And and then T-Mobile tells me, uh, well, because you didn't trade in one of the cell phones at the time of the purchase, we can't buy out your Sprint account. We can't do that because you didn't trade in one of these phones. I said I've got the phone right here. I'll be happy to trade in. No, you had to do it at the time. Well, why didn't at the time you told me I didn't have to do it? Yeah, but uh, I guess whoever told you that was wrong, and now you do have to do it.
4: Well, that's on them, not you. No, they say that that's on me. They
0: made a mistake. And furthermore, I, I can't even use my T-Mobile at home. The signal is so bad; most of the calls cut out. I don't have Wi-Fi because my cable is out. My my my. My Charter Wi-Fi has been out for five days. The repairman's coming today. If this phone rings at any time during the show, I am answering it. Because if I don't answer and tell Charter, yes, come, they are not coming, and I won't have Wi-Fi for another three days.
1: Well, contractually, you're obligated to be here during the WWE recap. Yeah. you'll have to. Repair,
4: I'm not going to be much good to you today. So all this is going on. So- Meantime, your heart is... It's hurting because you miss Victor, so you have a lot of things. My heart is choking. missing because
0: I miss I miss the Bachelor and I miss the Cardinals. Based on these phone calls, you so now watched. I'm
4: going back to Sprint. I'm going back
0: to Sprint. I'm canceling T-Mobile. I said I can't take it. I've got no signal. So I you can't. decided
1: that after five hours?
0: No, this is what took five hours to do. Ah! I said that's it. I've had it with T-Mobile. T-Mobile now I got, I'm going to have to pay them two hundred dollars to return these iPhones that don't work anyway. Ah! The signal is so bad, I can't use them. They're going to charge me $200 to take them back. So now I'm going to go back and reactivate my Sprint account. That took five
4: hours. Over the phone? Over the phone. See, my experience is when you go to the store, be it Sprint, AT&T, you get better service. because Done you're that. Right there. Didn't when, work? Didn't,
0: went, to both, went to both Sprint, said, oh, well, you're going to have to handle that on the phone. I'll say that
4: AT&T has horrible customer service, right? Horrible. But... You go to one of their stores, they're pretty locked down, boom, they help you out and you're on your way. Oh, there's a the girl at t
0: T-Mobile in Kirkwood, Sophia, could not be nicer, has tried everything she could possibly try to make this work, but runs into roadblocks when she makes the call to somewhere out in the T-Mobile corporate
4: world somewhere. Why don't we, They've why tried. Don't we fix her up with Willie? She <laughs> seems nice. Ah,
0: I mean, this has been the single, one of the single biggest things. Hassles that I've ever dealt with. Let's not
4: lie to the I've listener. Been fighting it Let's for not three lie weeks. to the listener, though, but even if you had handled this quickly, you would have watched The Bachelor and not the Cardinals game. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I still haven't got this all resolved. I have to go to sprint today now to to report the phones. And then after I report the phones with these what old that phones, mean, I'd re- stop. Report using. them or Repo- re- port, report. Port. You're porting the phone so that you can keep your old phone number. of course Then I have to purchase iPhone 6s again, new ones. Then I have to go to T-Mobile and take it in the shorts again to pay mm. them to what they call restock the phones that don't work anyway.
4: Are you sure you're handling this properly? I'm usually pretty good at handling this kind of business. For a fee, I'll take care of this for you. Yeah, that's what everybody says. That's what T-Mobile says. Well, for a fee, we'll make all this go away.
0: Well, and I, the fee keeps getting bigger and bigger.
4: I represent a company called Jim Hayes Enterprises. Yep. We have a track record of never getting over on anybody yep, and making a hefty profit. Mm-hmm. A lot of satisfied customers.
1: For $500, Jim Hayes Enterprises is going to
4: take care of this whole deal. Well, oh, there's or an upcharge for this one. It'd be a $900.
1: I thought the T-Mobile signal would be
0: better. Finally, they said that they gave me signal enhancers, a new piece of equipment. You put this in the second floor next to a window, and Does you put work? This, you put this down by your kitchen or your computer room, wherever, and this will enhance. It doesn't work in the least! Uh, yeah, Jeff.
5: Hi, I work at T-Mobile. I could help Doug. How? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, Doug, you know the SIM card that's on the side of your iPhone?
0: No, I don't.
5: I, okay, I, well, there's... A SIM card that you can slide out with a key on the side of the iPhone. Slide
1: you know, it right? out, baby. Slide it out for me. Do it. You, <laughs> do it. It's you know
0: wrapped what? up in an otter box. I'm afraid I'm going to break on, that, that. and then I won't
4: get the seventy give, dollars give him back. Give a second. Go okay, ahead. The take, otter box comes take, right off.
3: Take off the ot- That's right. The otter box comes right nice off. Job the cat. You, you,
4: enterprises.
3: You take the SIM card. Doug has shaking
4: you... old man hands. Yeah, I noticed that. What's going on? With I'm, you? I'm try-
0: well. I'm. Panicking. I'm afraid I'm going to chip. I got charged like $60 Gosh. for the OtterBox. If I chip it, they won't give me a penny back
4: for it. I'm, I'm
0: canceling my T-Mobile account. It doesn't matter if the SIM card comes out. Otter I am canceling. I've had it. You I can't, can't drive take a, it anymore. Oh,
4: you can drive a tractor over an OtterBox. Removing it from the phone is not going to chip it. I, it Oh, it might. I am not. Oh. I am
0: canceling T-Mobile. I don't want anything to do with it. This guy's trying to help you. Listen to him. I I, he, it's I too know. late to be helped. It's too late. I've can, I'm canceling the account. I am not going to damage this OtterBox or they will charge me another $60 for that.
5: If you just take the SIM card, then you pull down your pants. Put him oh. down!
0: <laughs> Put him down! I did not see that one. I would get 45 minutes into a call with someone who's very helpful. Yes, we can. I'm so sorry you've had this problem. I'll oh make all this happen. Hey. Oh, call done. What? And then I'd, I'd call back, and I'd tell the person, please take my phone number. If we get cut off, please call me back. Please tell me you'll do this. See, I will do that. No problem. I can do that. Well, hold so on a second.
1: On. I noticed that they didn't say yes, but they said see. Yes, because
0: I was speaking to someone from Mexico with a just enough accent that every now and then I wouldn't understand a word. They'd be talking fine. Then they'd say a couple of things. I didn't get that. I didn't get that. Say it again, please. Please. And you know what and then I I try- Please take my number. Please call me back at the phone. Okay, I will do that. I'd get thirty-five minutes into the call. We can help you. I'm sorry you've had this problem. We'll take care of everything. <laughs> And I'd look around like there has to be a, a, a hidden camera here. They're doing this just to drive me out of my mind. And it's working. <laughs> Make it go away. <laughs> <We love laughs> I don't even want a cell phone anymore. I'm just going to open the window and yell to the people I need to communicate with.
4: <sighs> you know what makes How?
0: It- How can it be so difficult? How can it take five hours on the phone just to get a different cell phone! Ah. <sighs> <Or done. sighs> See where you have the most bars, and wherever you have the most bars, usually that's in the second floor by a window... That's where you put the first signal booster. Then you go downstairs in an area where you frequently use it. That's where you put the second one. Doesn't they say mostly you'll get a seven, an eight, a nine to show you how good a signal. I get a one. I get a one. I have one bar (laughs) and one bar only. And it doesn't help. And I can't take it anymore. If anybody needs to contact me, just tap me on the shoulder and talk face to face because I don't have a cell phone that works
4: all over the console. It's a hell a Suck it, Doug. Ah, that's what I've been doing for a long,
0: long time. I didn't get to watch the game, and that's because you were watching Caitlin and Brits. I wasn't. Some of it, some of the game was off in the distance, but I had the sound down so I could try to hear exactly who was watching the This Genvo? guy from Mexico City was telling me Victor. Yeah, but couldn't you? Well, I don't think it was Victor. I'm not trying. I'm trying. You have to, to be, acknowledge there's a chance it was. Uh, there was a chance that this was Victor on the other end. He would have known. Yeah, but well, I spoke hard four knows. or five because I kept getting cut off.
2: <laughs> I'm not
0: and I would to... get cut off forty minutes in the call. <laughs> ah, please take my number. Call me back. No, they wouldn't call
4: me back. I didn't have the sound. You may step down. No, fr- I think we I'm get not to pick stepping and... down, and I'm stepping down at is... all until this gets resolved. I think the jury gets the. the you need the to idea have this. You need
0: to have this line reported to sprint, just a moment, let me see if I can do that, See, And then he'd go away, and he'd go away for like 20 minutes. How long does it take to change one phone number from one carrier to the other? How long? Apparently 20 minutes. Early on in this process, I got up to try to adjust the volume on the TV set, and it killed the phone call. The T-Mobile signal that I have, so weak, it killed the phone call. I was probably 30 minutes into that call. I got up to move around, and just that and that alone caused the phone to hang up, and I had to start over again.
4: Were you drinking? I was not drinking. All right, so let me understand this. So you touched the volume on your TV, which was way didn't off in the get I didn't even get there. I was pencil, on my way.
0: I didn't even get there.
4: I just got up from
0: where I was. It wasn't
4: turning the volume down.
0: I had intended to turn the volume up to listen to it, but I didn't even get to the phone, which was a mere 15 feet away from where I sat. But simply because I moved my head a little bit, the signal was gone. It was
4: gone. Earlier it was uh, the turning of the volume (laughs) down that cut it off. I think we get the picture. I think the jury understands exactly what's going on. You may step down. I even have the signal enhancer. Nope, I got a one- I got a
0: one instead of an eight. I'm supposed to get an eight or a nine. I got a one. My phone is ringing.
1: My, I, I have to accept this. All right. It's fine, baby. Jason Cole of uh, Bleacher Report is going Bleacher to join us studio. along with Helen St. James of the Detroit Free Press. Jason Cole on the NFL owners meetings uh, is going to be with us on the appliance discounter phone lines along with our GFI Digital. Rico, email.
0: Phone cut out. Oh, no. It I was, was a charter another... and my phone cut out. I'm here, I'm here I want you to come to the house My phone cut out on the most important phone call of my life He needs help Uh, uh. I needed 10 points out of Adrian Peterson 10 points is all I needed And Bridgewater won't give him the football (laughs) Teddy Bridgewater's running around like a chicken with his head cut off looking for receivers can't find nothing and he will not Hand the ball to Adrian Peterson. I'm on two teams. I had the first overall pick. I took Peterson one. I had the second overall pick and the other took Peterson there. I got the best player in the league. I'm looking pretty sweet. Hand the football. He had three carries in the first half. Three. Bridgewater can't find nobody open and they will not give the best running back in the league the football. Line him up. Line him up in the wing T formation. Put him in the wishbone. Put him in the in the lonely eye formation. Just give him the ball. Let him run up the middle. Hey, diddle diddle right up the middle. Let him run off tackle. Off the guard. Let him run outside. Inside. Give him. The pigskin, let him coat the rock. If I have to get up there in the press box and put on a headset and make the calls my own self, by God, I will do that. If I have to put on my old leather helmet without a face mask and get up under center myself and turn and rear and hand the ball to Peterson, that's exactly what I will do. He had 10 carries for 31 yards. I needed 10 points. I got five and I lost the game. So no. No, I'm not going to be much good to you today. This is how the season starts. Are they not going to give him the rock? You got the best player in the game. You scored three points against the San Francisco 49ers who can't keep a defensive lineman out of jail. Handing the ball. There's got to be an opening over there somewhere. A parole officer just took two of them off the field. Give the ball to Peterson and let him run. Ten points is all I need. I got five. How am I going to make it through 16 weeks? Hell, they's on scholarship, too. Well, I don't care. I don't care. You can do better than three carries and a half. I know he's rusty. Hell, he ought to be rested. He hadn't played in a year. Give him the football. Give it to him often.
1: And because of that, the Seaman won.
4: Yes, they did. By five. No, wait. So I'm a little confused by what happened, and I'm not one to poke at the seams, right? Absolutely not. So you're telling me that they gave Adrian Peterson ample opportunity. (laughs) They didn't
0: didn't give it to him. They only threw to him a handful of times. Throw in the football. What are you waiting for? What other weapons you got over there? You got nothing.
4: It's like you morphed into a Southern coach a little bit. There's a dialect there I'm noticing.
0: They want to give the ball to Jarek McKinnon? Who? Have you ever heard of Jarek McKinnon? You got Peterson back there. Line him up in the split T and hand him the rock.
4: You're going to grab your leather helmet? I
0: was going to get up on a set of my own self.
1: It was good to see Jarek McKinnon and Matt Asiata get some carries.
0: Why? My question is, damn it, Why? I didn't need a lot of carries. I didn't need 25 carries, 15, 16 carries. Touches. I like to talk in terms of touches. This is my, this is my bell cow halfback. He needs to have 25 touches.
4: What's a bell cow? I don't know.
0: Okay, you guys go ahead with the show. I'm just afraid I'm not going to be much good to you today. It's gonna be a rough year. He was my first, uh, my big pick in both teams. I lost both games, of course.
4: I didn't even come close. I only Just needed 10 points. 10 points to beat Tim. You got five? Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Teddy Bridgewater's on the Appliances kind of
0: <laughs> Teddy, is that you? Yeah, I'm here, Doug. Give I'm the going. ball to Peterson. Well, Dave, when did I'm you forward. think you suddenly became Aaron Rodgers? You can't Wait. throw, you can't carry a club with your arm. Hand the ball to AP. Hey, funnel down, let It's about, so we'll
6: have a serious discussion here. All right. Listen. Couldn't handle the ball. I was
0: so too busy handling your ball. Oh, put him down! That really put cute? him down! That wasn't Bridgewater at all!
1: <laughs> I thought it was. That was a nice get for us. That's, I mean, the seamaster master's is omnipotent.
0: Teddy Bridgewater, you've been suspended. A period of two days' time for the call and another ten days' time for your performance last night. Bridgewater has been suspended a period of twelve days time, and his name just went into the twelve Llewellen, days. Twelve days time, his name just went into the
1: Llewellyn's Pub suspension logbook. Doug, I don't know about grabbing a leather helmet, but you can grab my purple helmet.
4: <laughs> Sometimes you can get one, Tim, yeah. and it gets him. He's very
1: vulnerable and- right now. If you want to Harris, <laughs> Doug, this would be the best time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> You're listening to Swope's Picks on Five Ninety The Fan. 105.7 HD2FM, and stl.com.
3: We're pleased now to be joined by Doug Vaughn. Doug, what's up? Oh, not much. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing very well. So we're talking your famous rants, including... Oh. Remember the DMV and the tags and... Uh, and also oh, yeah. And also, uh, you know, you had that T-Mobile. Charter was down at the same time, and then Charter called...
6: Uh, yeah. Oh, that was a, that was a real nightmare. Uh, the, the, rants are just things that have happened to me. And then once I get started talking and complaining about it, I just kind of keep going. And most of them aren't exaggerated very much, maybe a little bit, but not, not very much. And, you know, if something kind of gets, uh, gets under your crawl a little bit and you get angry, it, it's kind of a nice release to be able to go on the radio and just kind of let it all out. I'm not a kinda kind of guy that yells and screams a lot normally. Hardly ever, if ever. So if I have a, a chance on the radio just to kind of let it go and just blast something or somebody or or just show frustration in something that's happened in my personal life, it's kind of uh it it's kind of therapeutic for me. Like Adrian It kind of feels Peterson. good to let it all out.
3: Like Adrian Peterson <laughs> yes. not getting uh, not getting enough touches.
6: Right. I had a fantasy football win all but wrapped up and here's Peterson just sitting there, and the Vikings wouldn't use him. So, you know, most people, if that if that happens to them on their fantasy team, they just kind of have to deal with that frustration, but at least I have an outlet to go on and uh, cry and whine about it in front of a few thousand people.
3: I'll tell it you, feels
6: good. You should try it.
3: There is something very therapeutic about listening to, you know, a grown man, you know, go off the rails over his fantasy team. I mean, it's... You've heard the famous uh, Lee Elia, uh, expletive laden, 1983 locker room rant. Uh, I guess he's lashing out at the media, kind of sticking up for his his players. But uh, I I know that one was one. I I mean, it surfaced on the Internet, you know, probably 15 years ago. But um, it's like you come home from like a day of work. You might just hate your job. You might hate, you know, you just have a really crappy day. And then you listen to that and you just feel like, oh. I feel better now. I just I just listen to a grown man completely lose it, uh, and and over something that's really not that big of a deal, and all of a sudden, my you know you you just feel better about your day. So I would say you are helping people. Uh, you might not realize it, but you, <laughs> oh, you think no, I thought it was
6: designed just to help me. Well, oh, I know it's you know it's all of the... everything's about me. So I, you know if it helps other people, I guess that's okay. But the important thing, of course, is that it helps me. Well, I need to get it out of my system. I think it's, it's... Just, just a just a rant, just a rant in general helps me get something out of out of my system. And it's never anything very important, really. If it was very important then I would be embarrassed to share my real problems with the with the world. You dropped, so it's got to it be something that drop an air conditioner out, out of a window. Matter. You dropped an air
3: conditioner out of a window. I mean, you didn't. Have oh, air yeah, I, was, I sure did. That was important.
6: No, that was just a little window air conditioning. You know, we do actually have central air conditioning in my house. This was just a second story window that's always hot. Yeah, and uh, we yeah. had a little window air conditioner in there just to kind of help, you know, John Vaughn. He's a little doughy, and so he gets a little hot at times, so we had that in his room. Yeah. And I did drop that out of the... But, but nobody was killed or anything or even hurt, so was the I felt cond- like I could rant about that as well. Was the air conditioner like, you know,
3: co- covered by warranty? Did you did you try and send it in for new, like, a return?
6: <laughs> no. No, it was it was in a thousand pieces. And if it had landed on somebody's head or, or a, a pet or something down below, then I, I couldn't have really gone on a rant. That would have been too... Uh, Far too embarrassing, but if it if it's just something stupid that I've done, and, you know, that happens quite a bit, then I don't feel so bad about ranting about it.
3: Well, you're still standing. Uh, no. You've survived.
6: Well, barely, limping, and bent over a lot of the time. Feisty boys is what I have. Three of them. One feistier than the next. Uh, yeah, Maybe they've kept me young trying to keep uh, control of three of them. I've had to fix a lot of drywall. They've broken a lot of things in this house. Uh, the, the the three of them, any one of them could break a concrete cinder block. And they have, they have done just that. And so that uh, I, I've learned a lot of home maintenance repair tips and things like that along the way because of them. But, uh, yeah, I am still standing. I'm not, not sure for how much longer. But uh, hopefully one of them will take care of me when I'm uh, sitting in the corner drooling in a bucket here in another six
3: months. Well, it's good that you've spent so much on their education over the years to, you know, Season them. Yeah, let's,
6: uh, that's, oh, that's a source of subject. Oh, oh, that's a source. So I I figured out the other day that between the three of them, between public uh, grade school and high school and college, I'm up to over 350000 in cash I've spent on just education. Yeah. Just straight out cash. Yeah. Straight out cash, homie. $350,000. I mean, is that, is that not crazy? And do you feel like you've, I can got, be retired. you've got ROI on that? No, they can barely read and write. They're barely literate, all three of them. No, I would just uh, homeschool them if I thought it was going to turn out like this. I mean, can you believe that 350000 in cash? <laughs> I mean, that's absurd. Yeah. The paying 15000 a year for high school or even more at some of these places, it's just nuts. Yeah. I, and, I, and college now, I still got one at Mizzou. He needs a book in college. Oh, that's going to be $580
5: for a book five hundred and eighty bucks. Yeah, yeah That's how
4: I
3: it's been. I'm a product of, of private education and I can you know, there's value in it, you know, on some level, but it's it's overpriced and it's gotten so out of whack. I mean, just going back to the 90s and, and the 80s and what it cost in the 80s and 90s and what it costs now, it's it the inflation is is pretty staggering. And it's like just move to a move to a public school district where they have good schools and send your kids there. Um, well, you
6: can't do that. It's a, it's a St. Louis status thing. Wow. It's all about, you know, where you went to high school and maybe my private school is even better than your private school. It's just a status thing. And that's why the price keeps going up. Now, there's a couple of the schools that are that are geared toward the, the very smart, smartest kids out there. It, it makes sense, I guess, to send the brightest of the bright to a school so that they can really be challenged. But for about 80 percent of the people, they'd have just as good an education at the the public schools that are getting into private. I really do believe that. But there's so much status involved in this town. I've not seen it anywhere else. But in St. Louis, there is certainly so much status involved in where you go to school that parents are willing to shell out just crazy money to go to middle school or high school. I don't get it.
3: And yet I fell into the trap. I think that might be like a baby boomer thing. I think uh, the millennials might evolve past that and just uh, just send their kids to public schools. And you might, it might be a, a shrinking pool of, uh, of rich kids who go to the private schools, but we'll see.
6: There may have to. They may not have the money. At the rate it's going, you know, 20 years from now, by the time your kids are ready to go to high school, it might cost forty grand to send them to St. Louis U High or Viani or to spend 40000 You going to do that? It's just, it's craziness. You know, unless you're making a million dollars a year, it's just stupid. Even if you are. It doesn't make any sense.
3: (laughs) It's stupid (laughs) even if you are making a million dollars a year.
6: Yeah. Yeah. If you are, give that money to a charity or something. You don't need to give that to a a high school just so you can say, well, I went to such and such a high school. And yet there are literally thousands and thousands of people who do it every year in St. Louis. There there seems to be no, no shortage. There's no slowdown.
3: All right, Doug. Well, I appreciate you taking the time from your busy schedule to talk to me, and uh, I'm sure I'll see you at the next TMA live. You still want the pictures? You still want the nudes of my parents that you requested during of the day? Oh yeah, yeah. I would like to see those. Okay. I well, will. especially your mother, if you don't mind. Maybe I will. Uh, maybe I'll have uh, Tony Doe deliver them to you. <laughs> okay, that'd be super. You're listening to Swope's Picks on 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM and InsideSTL.com. Swope here, reminding you that all episodes of Swope's Picks are available for download at InsideSTL.com. You can also find Swope's Picks on iTunes in the comedy section under S for Swope. He's got a job somewhere, doesn't he? He has a family. So does he have a job? I believe so. To answer Doug's question... I'm an IT consultant who has spent the last 12 years solving problems and providing solutions for people who needed help. I got my own set of problems. When you're at a technology roadblock, maybe your computer has crashed, or your printer stopped working, or your Wi-Fi sucks in general. I don't have Wi-Fi because my cable
0: is out. Who do you call? The repairman's coming today. If this phone rings at any time during the show, I am answering it. And what if they can't help? They are not coming, and I won't have Wi-Fi for another three days. Then who do you call? Could not be nicer, has tried everything she could possibly try to make this work, but runs into roadblocks when she makes the call to somewhere. HQF
3: is your lifeline.
2: Highest quality fidelity.
3: We solve problems that you don't have the time or patience to deal with. I mean, this has been the single, one of the single
0: biggest hassles. So much of this job boils down to trust. You had to do it at the
3: time. Well, why didn't, at the time, you told me I didn't have to do it. Unless you are dealing with technology every day, you're going to have to take someone at their word. Yeah, but uh, I guess whoever told you that was wrong, and now you do have to do it. I've spent over a decade establishing trust with my clients. Well, I still haven't got this all resolved. Producing results, solving problems, and that's what keeps them coming back.
4: I guess the overriding
3: point is that uh, he's a smart guy.
1: Swap's one of the best in the business for my money.
3: I pride myself on being able to articulate complexities into simple, concise explanations that even a non-technical person can understand.
0: Oh, I think you need all that base.
3: Email Swope at hqfstl.com. Once again, I'd like to thank Doug Vaughn for agreeing to appear on this presentation.
4: Oh well, get on with it, muff mother- Get on with it, motherfucker. Well, oh get
3: on with it, muff mother- Thank you for listening to Swope's picks. Enjoy the mesh.
0: A little tweaking, a little tweaking, a little tweaking. Tickle his chest a little bit. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How does that happen? Another hapless ball sack, flapping in the breeze. Thirst for boy juice. Taste me. He'd open his mouth, but nothing came yeah. out for a second. Taste me. Oh, That's really gay.
4: (laughs) Really, really gay. Are they free to fondle Doug if they so choose?
0: You ever been in a private tracing contest?
3: Package? Huh? You come home and you see, you know, your stepdad there doing laundry and then one thing leads to another and boom, you're...
0: Hit the nipple lever there, Plowsy. A little tweaking. A little tweaking. Ah! Like I was cuckolding my dad and my
2: brother. MMFs. MMS? Whose nipple? A lot of step stepsisters,
3: things like that.
0: I haven't stuck my finger down in there either. A little tweaking. Ah! It's on my person. hand. And you do enjoy it. gerbils, gerbils, gerbils. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
1: Wow. <laughs> this is hot, Jack. It's true. No, it's
5: true. Uh, it's, true. Yeah. it's damn true. Affirmed <laughs> <laughs> by
1: Nixie. <laughs> what if you were invited for an MMF?
5: Well, if the ladies husband boyfriend mm-hmm. is there too, then I would. But it's just me and her. No so way, you,
2: you want the guy there. That's, that's what you're saying. Yes.
1: <laughs> you do? So Why? I'll do it. Anna Marie, I'll be right back. I'm going to take my tubby. you were required to go topless.